Mahomes looks to throw it. Pump faking right side. He wants it. A comeback cut. And it's caught by Kelsey. Touchdown, Kansas City. The game is over. The Kansas City Chiefs are champions. How about those Chiefs? Welcome to another episode of the Kingdom Corner. We're here with Dale and Andrew. Uh, we are recapping the Vikings win this past Sunday. And so as we jump in this, we want to remind you, make sure you follow us on whatever platform you're listening to this on, comment and share it with your friends. That helps us beat all those algorithm things and helps us get it out to more people so that more people can hear good, clean commentary that is uh, good material over the Chiefs. So help us out with that if you would. So, but now let's jump into the Vikings game. So Dale, how do you feel about this game now that it's over? Yeah, I mean, uh, five weeks in, I think we kind of know what teams are and we know what the Chiefs are. They're a championship contender. And then we know what the Vikings are, the NFC uh, North Chargers. That's right. So, That's right. <laughs> according yeah, to you, they'll, right? They'll, yeah, they'll be in every game, but they'll win every or game. lose by one possession every game. Every yeah. once in a while, might get a few not, but... That's who right. they I mean, are, like, I, I mean, you said that last week, and then just watching the game unfold, like where they're super competitive. They got all kinds of weapons on offense and defense. Yeah. But just a few things that just kind of, man, you know, the fumble on the opening drive or opening yeah. play. Uh, yeah. And then the coaching, the timeouts being used uh, in the fourth quarter are all being used by, uh, nine minutes and like five seconds left they had used all their timeouts in that game so i think like just yeah, some of those huge. things uh the, the questionable uh, challenging calls that you kind of just like hey that's what they call let's just keep let's just gear up and so i think that's a huge momentum thing but yeah just seeing uh the vikings lay an egg a little bit there at the end uh but yeah. man they fought they fought uh all the way till the end and so yeah. i really we'll get in we'll probably get into this but did not care for travis kelsey to be in uh the bat in the end zone at the last play. I, that was strange. But my boy Mike Dana came through and <laughs> ended the game. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, let's just start with the Chiefs offense there uh, versus right. the, the Vikings defense. So the offense, uh, one guy I want to point out that, you know, Chiefs Twitter or I guess Chiefs X followers, whoever you want to call them, have been clamoring for since the preseason is Justin Ross, right? And he's got yeah, yeah, yeah. catches, I think, coming into this game, and he had three catches yesterday. Um, I think he's only not caught one pass that's been thrown his way this year, and that was yesterday. So he was three for four on passes thrown his way. Uh, and even the one he dropped was going to be a difficult catch, but and he made some – that first catch he had was yeah. incredible, right? Yeah, yeah. Going up over the top of the guy and – and so just some of these wide receivers that we kind of were wondering about to start the season, like, man, can they figure it out? I think they're starting to get there. Yes, I think so, too. And I think, like, uh, we got to remember Justin Ross wasn't in the lineup last year. He was hurt uh, coming yeah. in. And so, like, uh, this is his first preseason or uh, training camp. This is his first year with the team, really. And so you want to look at Justin Ross as a rookie, even though he may have a better grasp of the offense than some rookies, but he's still very much a rookie with Pat. Uh, throwing in the ball. And so I think that chemistry will continue to build just like the Rashid Rice chemistry mm -hmm. is awesome. Yeah, uh, so I mean, somebody made a prediction that Rashid Rice might lead the team in uh, receiving yards as far as wide receivers go. Yeah. That person's starting to look like a genius, whoever that. Yeah. Person. Well, I don't know. Jay Watt, Jay Watt with those deep bombs, man, he I keeps know. Getting those, he might, uh, he might prove you wrong. He might, he very well <laughs> might. Man, speaking of him, man, he had two huge yeah. catches. I'll tell you, we were Big. talking about a second ago, but 
that one I thought was going to be an interception. He just ripped out of that defender's hand. Right. Yeah. And they were like, that was third down. That was a third down play, huge play. Uh, I think Patton is in his press conference afterwards talked about, hey, that kept the drive going, that kept momentum going. That really, he said that was kind of a turning point in the game in the second half where Jay Watt just came through big. And so uh, I think you see, you're seeing where Pat is trusting the wide receivers a little more, uh, especially with Travis Kelsey getting a little banged up there uh, at the end of the first half. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the one thing that some of these receivers still need to work on a little bit, uh, we mentioned briefly last week, yeah. briefly mentioned again, is uh, their uh, defensive coverage reading as they run yeah. the routes, right? Yeah. So they're starting to learn how to read these routes and get open a little more, which is good. Uh, they just need to learn a little better how to uh, read the defense and find the open spot like Travis yeah. Kelsey does, right? And right. Like on that touchdown pass to Kelsey, I mean, I think that was more scheme than reading the coverage because there's nobody <laughs> around him. But how does that happen? Wide how does that happen? How does Travis Kelsey get wide open? I don't know. If you're the Vikings defensive coordinator, my one thing is every time they get in the red zone, somebody's going to be on Kelsey the whole time. I don't care if we're playing zone. Uh, yeah. We're, and, and that's what you know they were playing right there is zone. And so right. Kelsey, or not Kelsey, but Mahomes kind of manipulated the defense with the eyes, got him to move and. There he was, wide open. So I would never. I, I, would, I would shadow never him. Play Kel- I will say I would never play Kelsey in zone, <laughs> especially in the red zone. Right. Even if I'm playing zone, one guy's going to be on man on Kelsey. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely for sure. And so, but glad Kelsey got in the end zone. I thought like your point where they're not reading the uh, uh, defense, uh, the wide receivers. I thought Rashid Rice should have had another touchdown. Uh, where I think even Tony Romo. You know, love or hate him, whatever you, whatever you decide. <laughs> yeah. uh, he pointed out, and I saw Rasheed Rice slow down on his route instead yeah, of continuing. And Mahomes was anticipating him to be somewhere different, but he had slowed down in the end zone, and so that, yeah, uh, just a little miscommunication. Out of the play or something. But, yeah, man, uh, it was there, and it's too late to catch back up. But yeah, right, yeah. yeah. So and, that, and the other thing, some of these wide receivers need to learn more of, it, and they'll get there too. Is oh yeah, like on run blocking too. Uh, some of them are just getting blown up and they're they have not figured out how to run block. And you know, for any great offense, when you're when a, a wide receiver catches the ball or you're just running the ball with wide receivers out there, they got to figure out how to block a guy. They don't have to necessarily pancake him like some of these offensive yeah, yeah. do, but Ooh. just get a body in the way, right? <laughs> right. Get a body in the way and slow him down and keep him from getting to your yeah, guy. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But they'll they'll get there. So yes, they will. So, but then let's talk about the chief defense here, right? So, All right. Uh, we've been talking for weeks that, man, maybe this is an elite team, right? An yeah. Elite defense, right? So, going into this game, the chief defense was number eight, right? So, the top 10 defense there. And now we see that the Vikings, uh, even though they lost, they were doing pretty well moving the ball on the chief. So, uh, yeah. do we still think it's elite? I think it's like uh, you go back to the which will be a way throwback for those old uh, Chiefs players, but it's Gunther Cunningham style yeah. defense, like Ben don't break, right? And I think that's kind of their way of playing is uh, they buckle down in the red zone, uh, they they try they're in between the numbers there, but they're trying to bend but not break um, in, in in that. And so I think, man, I think one big thing was I didn't I hadn't watched the Minnesota Vikings at all this year. I'll be honest. Uh, but watching the game yesterday, they have some players. They have some. Oh, yeah. uh, they have some good wide receivers. Uh, even their running back, even though they didn't run much, but I thought he did really well uh, when he was in there because man, they were just they got some players over there. And so, and Kirk Cousins is super smart with the ball. 
uh, getting it out quick so that that defeats our pass rush, which has to be so frustrating for our defensive line. You know, you're just trying to go and he's getting out quick. And then when he doesn't get out quick, he's doing play action, which kind of stops you because you're trying to read. And then, you know, and then you have to get back going up again. And so, yeah, I thought they did some good things there, but I th- they held him. I mean, they held yep. him 20 points. And Chris Jones says, we can hold a team 20 points. We got a good chance of winning. Yep. Yeah. And the Chiefs defense held the Vikings for two for four in the red zone. So, yeah. When you get an offense with that much power in the red zone, you keep them out of the end zone. That's a yeah. huge win, huge win. So they got into the red zone every uh, possession that they scored on and only end up with yeah. touchdowns on two of those. So that's pretty good. I'll take that as something would, would have told me that yeah. going into the game. So I think that's like five touchdowns for the year. Something like right? that, yeah. Yeah, uh, that's I only – yeah. count, But, yeah, there's, a, there's not been very many of them, that's for sure. No, 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 no. Because I think uh, Lions, they probably got three, right? But one of those was – no, I guess it wasn't a pick. Anyway, yeah. It, yeah, they got three. So, uh, there's Maybe. probably more than five then. So uh, Probably more than five. How many did they get yesterday? Two? They got two yesterday. So, there's five. The Jets got at least <laughs> one. All right. Right. So, there's six. Uh, and then the uh, Jaguars got zero. Yeah, Jaguars got zero. Yeah, well – Whatever what? it is, there it's a low number. How about that? There you it's go. Low, we'll have to do the exact count later, but it's a low maybe it was number. five going in. Maybe it was five going into the game. Maybe that that that. Could and now be it's now it's seven. Yeah, something like that. So all right. Yeah, I'll say about the Chiefs' defense. I think the secondary, especially, is elite. I think it is. Yes. I, I think they might have the best combo of cornerbacks with Snead and McDuffie uh, that they got, yeah. and they use Reed as much like a cornerback as a safety. Then they do as a safety. Brian Cook plays the deep safety. Cool. Probably more than Bay, and he's doing well. Doing well. Yes, so, he is. Uh, yeah, I think that secondary is the elite. Uh, I think <sighs> the one thing they can do to improve is on their pass rush, getting home without blitzing. Right. right. Like, they got there, you know, a couple times yesterday, but for the most part, Kirk Cousins had all day to throw. So even yeah. when he wasn't getting it out quick, he had all the time he needed to to throw, and nobody's even collapsing the pocket. So right. Uh, just, now, in fairness, on the very last play, that fourth down play, as you briefly mentioned, you know, Travis Kelsey <laughs> back there in the end zone, uh, the pass rush got home and ended the game. Yeah. So I'm not saying it's completely not there, but I'd like to see them create a little more pressure without having to blitz. Right. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a huge one. And I think that's you're going to have to play that way. Your defense line is going to have to get pressure without you blitzing. Uh, yeah. Some of these tougher teams that we're going to be end up facing here, like uh, the Chargers, yeah. uh, will be one that comes to mind. We got to get pressure without a blitz. Uh, the Eagles, when we play the Eagles Monday night, uh, a couple of weeks from now, we're going to get pressure and containment. But yeah, yeah, I think uh, yeah, when we play too, Josh, same thing. Yeah, Miami, Josh Allen, uh, Joe Burrow. Even though I don't know if Joe Burrow is back on. Uh, I mean, it was the Cardinals, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, we need to see a couple more weeks back <laughs> to determine if he's back or not. Right, right, right. Yeah, so with Travis Kelsey with his injury, I mean, uh-huh. honestly, I thought he was out for the year with that. I thought because he went yeah. down, I thought anybody touching him, I thought that's like an Achilles thing right there. Just, yeah. oh, man, I was like, uh, well, I really hope these wide receivers are figuring it out now because they're going to need to, <laughs> right? So Yes. Uh, but – you know, luckily, apparently just something with his ankle or something. And so he came back and he scored a touchdown later. So yeah. I'm hoping that was just uh, 
kind of re-aggravating something or twisting of his ankle. Not to say that it's not still going to be sore, but not right. going to be anything that's going to keep him out long-term. It doesn't seem yeah. like. Well, let's hope not. I know it's a quick turnaround game this uh, week, and so Thursday night is the game. So, I mean, we're talking four days, uh, three and a half days. And so you think, what are your odds right now of Travis Kelsey playing? If it is a high ankle, we haven't heard. And Andy yeah. Reid didn't, didn't give much because they still got to look at it and evaluate and see how bad it swelled up after they took off the boot. Uh, but, yeah, we'll see. Or not the boot, the, the cleat. Yeah. Uh, if I'm giving a percentage right now, I think there's a 85% chance that he's playing. Yeah, I think so. Denver Broncos coming to town. I can't wait to talk about the Broncos. That's right. That's right. So, that'll be happening soon. Uh, yeah. But the other side is, do you think Parv is just his age or he's just going to be a little more prone to injury now? No, I think it's the turf, turf versus grass, right? I think that's going to be that's another story. I think, yeah. I think it's going to be a big story. And I listened to, I think it was their podcast. I think he said something about like he has every turf field circle, just so he knows. Yeah. Like when he plays on turf and he hates, he's been out pretty publicly. Like I don't like playing on turf. Uh, and I so think the majority of NFL players, even those who play on turf have said right. that a lot too, that they don't like yeah. it. So. And then even you got uh, Justin Jefferson with the hamstring uh, coming out. So is that because yeah. of turf? And so I think it's a big thing where, like, do we want our superstars on the sidelines watching the game? No. Yeah. No, not at all. So, yeah. well, and the big question with that, we don't have to dive too deep into this, but yeah, the big question that, especially up north, like in Minnesota, New York, right. it starts getting those colder months and you have domes. Uh, I mean, there are ways to grow grass indoors, uh, you know, yeah. different lights and things you can do for that, but. Man, it is a much bigger process than growing grass, even in Dallas or Houston or right, somewhere right, right. where you're going to have sun for a lot longer and warmer weather. So yeah. Uh, Arrowhead's they, figured it out. They have. They have. <laughs> they got that. I believe his name Travis Hogan, right? Shout out to him, the yeah, yeah. keeper for the Chiefs. I mean, that guy does an incredible job. They had Beyonce there as a concert, you know, just yeah. in the last week or so. And now they're prepping it for new turf and getting new turf ready for the game on Thursday night. So, right. I mean, they, they put new turf and manage that thing so well that it, it's pretty elite for a grass right. field. That's, that's good. Right. But then you get like the grass fields in Arizona that were slick, uh, for the Super Bowl. I yeah. mean, the chiefs didn't have trouble slipping, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. So apparently they uh, changed the field out uh, between every possession. I guess. There so, you go. Yeah, I yeah. It I takes don't know a how yeah. that worked, but somehow That's they hilarious. managed that. So. Hilarious. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. Well, let's talk about a little bit. Uh, well, first off, let's let me ask you. This. So they're towards the end of the game. Uh, there's 12 minutes left in the fourth quarter. The Chiefs have got it. They're up by seven points. Right. Right. And then. Uh, I'm not sure if this is now just Andy Reid's game plan going into games or just his tendencies or who's talking in his ear. I don't know who it is, but something's got to happen because 12 minutes left in the game, you're up by seven against a team that has an elite offense. Yeah. I mean, we talked about that going into the game, that the Vikings have the number nine offense in the league and passing their number three. So not that they can't score quickly or or big in big chunks because they can. And so 12 minutes left in the game, and, and the Chiefs are like, you know what? Let's just run it. We don't need just a pass anymore. We don't. We got enough right. cards. We, we don't need a pad anymore. Stats, let's just run the clock out. I mean, 12 minutes left in the game is way too much time. They got away with it last oh, yeah. week against the Jets with eight, eight and a half minutes are in and out. But 12 minutes is a, a long time to run out. And so I don't know if they just thought they were going to run the whole thing and maybe end up with a touchdown. But teams figure it out when you're just running the ball right. and screen passes. 
Right. Our, I was looking at uh, looking down at our running. So uh, Pacheco had 16 attempts uh, for 55 yards. That's 3.4 yards a carry. Uh, his longest run of the game was 11 yards. Uh, Jerry yeah. McKinnon had one attempt for seven yards. And then Clyde Edwards Hilaire had three attempts for four yards. Yeah, uh, that's rough. That's rough. Yeah. Uh, well, but... <laughs> so. And I think to the – the average for Pacheco went way down in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Uh, I'd be interested to look at again to see what his average was uh, heading into the fourth quarter because right. once they know you're running, it's a lot easier to stack guys and bodies in there to stop right. the run. And that's what they were doing. And I know Andy Reid has formations to look like they're running and then passing it, you know, in that right. formation. And so, right. like, do a little uh, play action, get those linebackers to suck in, and then boom, there you go, uh, Noah Gray. Yep. There you go. So, hey, no, Grace uh, had another big catch. So, man, he's starting to come together. He's making the most of his opportunities. I mean, unfortunately, it's with Kelsey getting hurt uh, sometimes, but you know, like right. he's making the most of his opportunities, which is good to see. So, yeah. So, yeah, we'd just like to see them be a little more aggressive because when they start doing but, that, what yeah. you're really doing is you're playing not to lose rather than playing to win. And when you play <laughs> not to lose in the NFL, uh, yeah. more times than not, you might end up losing that game. So you yeah. gotta continue to play to win, unless you're like up by maybe seventy points or something, right? I mean, the Dolphins figured out how to put seventy up, and they never let up until right. the player said, "Okay, there's no Let's way to catch up. Let's not kick a field yeah. goal." To, you know, but and then she's like, "You know, we're up seven. We're good. Let's just run yeah. the clock out." It's two totally different mindsets there. And I so, think there's other there's other ways uh, too. Like we've seen wide receiver screens, tight end screens. There's w- safe ways to throw the ball, and still like even a slant. I think is a safe way to throw the ball and get yards. And so with Mahomes' accuracy and his you know um, IQ there, I think you can definitely trust him in those situations. Hey, take care yeah. of the ball. You understand. And so and then I think that opens up for the runs, right? The surprise yeah. draws or yep. things like that. We're like, okay, this we don't know what they're gonna do. To your point, we're like, when you know they're gonna run, it's, it's a little easier to stop the run. All right. Uh and so yeah, definitely. Uh would like to see a little more aggressive play calling. Just to, not to uh rub it in their face, not to run up the score, but to just to control the clock. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That and that is what we're both, I think, pointing yeah. to is we just don't want to give them the ball back and give them a chance to either win or tie the game. So we want to yeah. be able to win the game in regulation and not have to worry about that. Right. And we, we, we talked on, on the phone earlier today where we were both saying if the Vikings would have scored, I think they I, – I really believe they, they would have gone for two to win. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, once you see what Mahomes <laughs> is able to do, you know, in the playoffs yeah. and in overtime and those kind of situations – you know he's capable of, so you don't want to give him the opportunity to win. You want to try to win it on your terms. And so if I was them, I'd go for two. I wouldn't yeah. try to chance it and say, you know what? If you go to overtime, you do a coin flip, lose a coin flip, you might not even get to touch the ball again. Right. So I'd like, you know, we're going to win this on our terms when we can decide, and we're going for right. two to win it. So yeah. as a fan, would you be upset if we would, if you went like, say, we were in reverse the situation, right? We, you know, go for two, we don't make it. Would you be upset? Like, why don't we just tie and go to overtime? We got Patrick Mahomes. Honestly, I would be, but, in the, but <laughs> just because we just because we'd lost, I'd have to find a thing or something. But uh, yeah, I think if I'm being realistic, though, it would depend a lot on who we're playing. Okay. Right? Like, if we're playing yeah, the yeah. Broncos and we, and, and we're in that position, like, do you go to overtime? Don't even yeah, go to overtime, it. right? You Let's know, go to overtime. Playing somebody, you know, like the Dolphins, 
you know, right. like, just somebody, one of those elite teams that have a huge firepower. I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm okay with going for two. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's so. with me, it depend on the opponent. Yeah. So, well, last thing I want to talk about here is penalties, right? That's the thing. That oh, everybody, no. Everybody, oh, no. Hey, oh, no. They were saying, hey, the Chiefs are losing or the Chiefs are winning because of, you know, yeah. calls that are being called or not being called. And, man, and so let's just get down to this and settle this for the debate once and there for all, go. right? Once and let's for all. Do we, it. we don't need to hammer this every week. So we're just going to hammer it right now, you know, in the little time we have left. So, uh, are the Chiefs benefiting from these plays and these penalties, Dale? And is it causing them to win games and causing yeah, other teams to like, lose games? Uh, I like so for me, you never want to be like. I, and I think this is old Chiefs fans, right? This would be like way back. Like, oh, if we had that call, we would have won. Like, I think one we think of is the uh, D Ford. D Ford, yeah, D yeah. Ford. Like, if he exactly. wasn't lined off sides, oh, we would have won. But we played like garbage the first half, so we probably didn't right. deserve to win that game. Uh, and so, yeah, I think like once you start like, oh, the refs should have helped us in that you, sh- you shouldn't win. The, the argument's yeah. over. As soon as you start talking about refs, the argument's over. Like, well, you, it's in, done. In fairness, though, when we do talk about that, I don't think I've ever blamed a ref for that. I no, we blame D4. Yeah, D4. <laughs> He's the one up. that did it, yeah. right? He did yeah, yeah. it. I know he did it. And right. Just, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, it. yeah. Go ahead. What were you going to yeah, say? I was say, so just for this pass game for the Vikings, because there's another couple of uh, penalties in that that people are talking right. about. They talk about the pass interference called uh, in the favor of the Chiefs when MVS was trying to go back. Then the right. one that was – there had a flag thrown. There was picked up a no call against Snead there uh, in the end zone there towards the end of the game. And so a couple of penalties there. So another game where they're talking about the Chiefs are benefiting by these penalties. So here are just the facts and the numbers for you to start. Okay, with. give us the facts. No, so, this is the – yeah. Yeah, so penalties. So because the Chiefs are so highly favored by all these umpires, they were given 10 penalties for a total of 86 yards because apparently that's what you do when you favor a team. But, oh, wait, the Vikings, they only had four penalties for 51 total yards. Well, oh, wow. that can't be right, Dale. That can't be right because yeah. the Chiefs are here. Well, let's just look at how many first downs that we got then out of, oh, okay. All right. out of penalties because I feel like that'd be a, a more reliable source. And Okay, well, maybe they got one or two here or there and didn't help much, but let's just do penalties by first down. So the Vikings were gifted five first downs by – uh, penalty Ooh. so that's quite a few in the game so but i'm sure the chiefs probably had at least twice as many because they are favored and let oh wait the stats here only say one what what is happening know. here dale why are the chiefs not being favored i so, I, I demand answers because i've been yeah, told yeah. they're favored by the the rest and i'm not seeing it on the paper so 50 percent of the calls were in, in uh fit first downs for the uh, vikings against the chiefs right the penalty oh, yeah. so yeah, yeah 10 so 50 percent. so, 50%. so yep. if we do the one at four what is that 25 25 yep. percent of the chiefs favor would be first down so uh yeah it doesn't it doesn't add up and like i i, I say i unfortunately the penalty that the chiefs got or didn't get <laughs> was at the end of the game. And I wish it wasn't, I wish there was like, it was clean, but I still, you watch that play. That wide receiver had no idea the ball was coming to him. I don't, I think I believe because he yeah. saw it, he saw it bounce, you know, 10 yards to the left of him. 
And uh, so I don't think he thought he wasn't looking for the ball. So I think Snead had good coverage. I mean, yeah, he wasn't looking either, but he was just watching the wide receiver. And so, right. uh, and then the whole helmet taking off thing. Well, that should, you know, like even if they were to throw a flag, the chiefs would still have the ball there right. at the end. And you, yeah. So that wouldn't change much. So people just, and I didn't know that rule either. I thought, well, he took his helmet off. Okay. Now, they're going to extend the drive, but it was after the play and the Chiefs have yeah. retained ball. So, yeah, pretty crazy. Right. right. Since I was fourth down, the Chiefs would have had the ball and it would have just pushed the Chiefs back further. But and the other thing is, is this too, when the ball was in the air or even when it landed, yeah. that ball was nowhere near the receiver. I mean, nowhere I'm not saying near. what it was obviously who he was passing to. So I'm not making that argument, but right. it wasn't in a catchable radius of the receiver at all. Oh, no. And so, and that's the first thing we look at when we look at pass interference calls is, is it catchable? Right. That is right. what the umpires and what the refs always say is, is it catchable? If it's not catchable, it's not a penalty. And how so many refs are on the thing. field? How many refs are on the field? Too many. Let's see. <laughs> There's two in the back, two on yep. the side, and then yep. two. So two, six two, rep. Um, two, two, two. Something or is like it? That. Yeah, yeah, something. So at least six or seven guys. And you have a ref up in the sky. Yeah, they're six to eight. Because yeah. I, I don't know if they still have They used to have a, a ref roaming the middle of the field by the linebackers, but. I think, yeah, they, I think they do that still after, have, after, okay. after, maybe they, I can't remember. Anyway, just blend in anymore, but yeah. But they, I mean, like, and I think the NFL fans, not Chiefs fans, not Vikings fans, NFL fans should be encouraged that they got together and they discussed that for quite some time. Yeah. Right. And it was not like an immediate, it wasn't in the moment. Like everyone kind of came together. Uh, they had different angles, different point of views. And then they, uh, they shared, they shared what they thought. So, yeah, yeah, I think they got it right. Uh, all right. Well, my last thought on this to wrap this up here. If you if your team is relying on a penalty to win a game, <laughs> you're probably yeah. not going to win that game anyways, right? Because right, you right, have right. to come into a game ready. And there's calls every game. You know, there's catches every game, runs every game that could right. go one way or the other. And so it's just a matter of executing. And so if you're dependent on a player or – or not even player, uh, a call by the refs to help you or to hurt the other team, yeah. uh, you're not in position to win that game. No. So if you want to win a game, don't rely on the refs. Play your game and you'll win, <laughs> right? Play Boom. your game and execute. That's that's uh, all we need to know about that. So yeah, that should settle the argument for anybody wondering. No, the Chiefs are not being favored. Just execute on your team and don't worry about the refs and you'll win. That's how that's how you beat the Chiefs. That's right? how you so, all right. Well, thank you for joining us in this episode of the Kingdom Corner. This episode is brought to you by Ohe Threads, where a portion of every purchase goes to support missions all over the world, one super soft tee at a time. You can find them online at ohethreads.com. We'll see you next time right here in the Kingdom Corner.